Hey guys, quite a quite an interest in um, probably 24 to 36 hours, you could say. And I think quite a lot of lessons to be gained here. Um, like I told you, this this situation has a it just feels similar to say the time before Dublin where. Freddie Sittok got me eligible for the national champs and I kind of let my emotions run away with me a little bit and dictate what I was going to do and in this situation it's just the weather um, it's kind of hard to tell what the right move is um, on one hand I'm, I'm thinking this is a kind of an opportunity to just I guess you could say practice running in non-ideal conditions. It's very hard to get ideal conditions at the best of times. So I think to shy away, I have a couple of things going for me right now. My preparation has been smooth. The course is a really good course. And okay, the weather isn't necessarily the best thing in the world. But I'm I'm sort of thinking that, look, if I move the race to another race, let's say a Seville Marathon or um, move it right back to, like, let's say London Marathon, for all I know, it'll be something else becomes an issue at those marathons. Could be weather, could be my preparation, could be illness, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, it's been a, I'm not going to lie, it's been a very stressful 24 hours. I've really let my emotions hijack me a little bit as they would say and rightly so because I was I was very invested in my preparation and very invested in just really wanting a fair test but if you think about it logically it's still a fair test like this is the world we live in we live in a world where you don't get perfect weather you don't get you don't just get thrown a promotion all the time in work or like life can be pretty tough. And isn't this just a prime example of me assuming that the weather would be pretty nice? And um, I think the BBC website today said something around like 32 Fahrenheit minus one actual temperature. But maybe that's going to feel like minus eight. Um, and of course, that's not amazing when you're when you're looking at maybe 15 mile per hour winds with gusts up to 25 mile per hour again not amazing but i'm i'm a bit torn because i i put this race in place because we wanted to pretty much secure selection for doha i thought around 213 214 would do that i also thought that that would put a really healthy fast time on the board you could call it for tokyo 2020 um but actually I, i've came away from the emotional side of thinking and if i again think about this logically right now my 215.55 is actually the fastest time for doha although mick Clahesse has already been selected with 215.57 at dublin my so i'm i'm almost worrying about things that haven't even materialized yet one of the things that i in my head i'm thinking might not be a great thing is say i go and win houston marathon but to win houston marathon it takes 216.30 because of the weather because of the wind um and then a couple of other irish guys go and run 
215.40 at Seville, right? Or other marathons around February, March time. <laughs> the problem I'm faced with is I have a really good result, I, a really, really good result, but it doesn't help me or Ireland select me for the world champs. It does not guarantee or put me in a great place to be selected for the world champs. Actually, if, if people run 215.40 and it's perfect conditions, it's still faster than, say, for example, my 216.20. And it reminds me of, I remember after a London marathon, um, because it was 24 degrees Celsius, I remember um, Gary O'Hanlon actually messaging me and and I think he ran around 221 that day or really struggled with the heat. And, and he sent me a really nice message that essentially suggested that my result at London was very impressive. And we all knew it was very impressive to kind of run in that heat and, and hang in there and tough it out and get a pretty solid result was a really good day. But unfortunately, it doesn't matter because to qualify for championships, there is no there is no star that says how was Stephen Scullion's weather in the marathon he run? What was the wind? If there was some kind of algorithm to calculate what it was worth, well then perhaps it would benefit me. But unfortunately, there's not. So that's where I'm a little bit torn. When we put Houston Marathon in the calendar, the whole purpose was to qualify for Doha. Again, that selection, not necessarily gain selection, but if I put a 214.00 on the board, it really looks good for that selection. Really, really looks good. It also looks good for Tokyo, and it puts a little bit of pressure on other guys to have to go out at sub-67 pace for the first half, etc., etc. Now that the weather might potentially affect that, and probably will, it's colder than Boston Marathon. It's similar winds and gusts to Boston Marathon and 216-1 Boston. So it looks like fast time is out the window. That said, I talked about this yesterday. I talked about maybe it's a good opportunity to learn. Maybe it's a good opportunity to try. Um, I'm the kind of person that, sure, my emotions have ran a bit wild in the last 24 hours. And I'm a bit like... I'm a bit pissed off. I'm a bit, not necessarily upset, but I'm just a bit frustrated, you could say. But once I commit to make a decision that, hey, this is happening, we're doing this, I am, I am ruthless in preparation and I'm ruthless on race day. I won't let it fuck with me, you could say. And whatever stress is caused at the start of the week, because things haven't quite gone the way I've, I pictured, um, once, once I make that decision, once I commit to what I'm doing and put a plan in place, it's, it's, it's done. And that's, the, that's where I want you guys to kind of listen in here is things can often, and I love that I've been podcasting, I love that I've been doing it for two, three weeks, and I've been talking about how a fast time in Houston, and, and, and I've, <laughs> you guys know where I'm at with this, and I love that this has now happened because it's such a good example of things don't always go necessarily the way we want them to go this situation could still work out but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna prepare hoping that this works out i'm gonna prepare for the worst possible situation and so today in flagstaff it's 36 degrees fahrenheit right now roughly the temperature that i'm gonna have to deal with on race day i've been training in this sort of temperature for a while now but the difference is i've been wearing long leggings gore jacket 
maybe two pair of gloves, maybe a face mask, etc., etc. The kind of things that you wouldn't wear on race day. So today I've got my just a little session, six by a mile, but it's kind of a good day to practice. How's it going to feel in a pair of split shorts? Um, how's it going to feel with maybe a light pair of gloves on that you might race in, you could say? Um, and it's just a good opportunity to practice how race day might feel. The, the wind is about 12 mile per hour to them Flagstaff. Again, it's pretty similar. And what I said to my coach was maybe it'll just help my brain calm down, practicing a few things today and seeing that, you know what, it's not optimum, but it's actually not too bad. Um, I'm sure there's going to be parts of today and parts of Houston where there's a gust of wind and you're just going to have to bite your tongue and think, uh-oh, whatever happens in this mile happens, and that's fine. But it's 26 miles, and it will be a tailwind for some parts of that. And um, But I'm sure, as most of you know, headwind always feels worse than a tailwind feels. Um, so, no, like the lesson today, what I'm picking up from this myself is just it's good, it's good practice how to handle emotions when things don't really go your way, whether it's sport, whether it's life this kind of shit happens and you just have to deal with it as best as you can and create a response. My response is fight or flight, as they say. And I, I go into fight mode and that's not necessarily a good thing because I just make rash decisions. Like either I fight against the idea of running Houston, which lands me thinking about other plans or I go India, well, fuck this. It's not going to hurt me. I'm, I'm, I'm who I am. I'm an animal, blah, blah, blah. And that's not actually the right way to go about it. Sure. There's going to be a portion of the race that I'm going to have to go into fight mode and I'm going to have to dig deep. And, and actually what I'm going to have to do is not panic. I'm going to have to not let it bother me. I'm just going to have to roll with it. I'm going to have to make sensible decisions regarding speeds that I reassad or how I handle the windy bits, et cetera, et cetera. But emotions will not help. They won't help one bit. So that's kind of where I'm at, guys. Like, I, I again, I love that you guys have got the experience of this. It's been a shit show for me. Like, I need to calm down because I'm, like, checking that. I must have Googled Houston weather 25 times yesterday or more and that's not even a joke i really need to calm things down take a step back i'm gonna do this light session today and hopefully it doesn't feel as cold as i'd sort of think and it might just calm me down a little bit you know what the newspapers have really fucked me here because they're putting all they put they put all this shit up like it's gonna be a disaster it's an arctic freeze blah 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 like they really blew things a little bit out of proportion um and so, yeah, like, that's where I'm at with it. Things aren't going to go the way you want them all the time. And all you can do is adapt. Um, I don't know. What was it Rocky said? It's it's not like a, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, essentially. And it's how you it's how you keep moving forward. It's not how you necessarily it's, it's how you react when things aren't going well. And, and you just try to keep moving forward. And and as of right now, I'm still well in the driving seat for selection for Doha. I've ran that 215.55, which as of right now, it's the fastest time. So two other people still have to go and beat that. Um, so maybe running Houston wouldn't be a disaster. There's still April. There's still marathons in April where I could possibly go a bit faster. Um, if people do go and run a bit quicker in the next few months, which I believe is possible. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm sure you guys have 
if you guys have any tips for running in the cold, I know people have already sent some over. Um, a, a lot of good tips coming in. A lot of things I'm going to bear in mind. Same with speed. One of the things I've read is running in the cold can just push you towards burning carbohydrates a little bit sooner um, or a little bit more. And and so that's obviously a concern because that's what the marathon's all about. But if I'm as fit as I think I am, maybe I'll just handle it really well. And come Sunday afternoon, we'll all be delighted. And um, I'm hoping that's the situation. Uh, like I'm I'm pretty realistic. And like I say, once I make a decision to commit, and, and I kind of have already done that, unless things really drastically turn even worse. They actually did today, which is <laughs> which is just bloody annoying. I wake up today and it's gone up to like 16 mile per hour. And instead of the race, the race start temperature being zero degrees, it's now minus one. And so I really wanted that to come around in the opposite direction. But one of the things I'd be absolutely gutted about would be, as you guys would know, imagine me still sitting in Flagstaff on Friday, Saturday, don't travel to the race. And all of a sudden, Sunday morning, this storm disintegrates, you could call it. And I'm sitting up here thinking, for goodness sake, like, why didn't you go give it a go? And and that's kind of my mantra, like, get on with it, give it a go and um. I'll, I'll put a really good race plan in place and I'll I'll stick to it and I won't let my emotions get the better of me. And if that means running by myself when other people are perhaps pushing too hard, um, that's what I'll have to do. And I'll just roll with it, deal with it, put a plan in place, execute it and see where it lands me up. And it, it really could work out in my favor. It looks like there's going to be a strong headwind between mile 12 and mile 18. And that's going to tell me a lot. At the end of the day, if shit really hits the fan and, and I'm starting to struggle a lot because of the cold and um, the wind, look what Gail and Rupp dropped out of Boston around mile 16 to 18 with hypothermia. And I think four weeks later, he ran 206 in Prague. So pussy, smart, ends up with 206. Might have been called a pussy for about a week. Four weeks later, he's a legend, you know. So this is the kind of this is the kind of thing I, I would never enter any race thinking I'm going to drop out, or I don't think anybody would. We're we're animals. We're hardworking. We we commit to what we're doing. But at the same time, if shit is really hitting the fan hard, and and everybody's struggling on the course, for example, at some point that that might be the kind of decision that's made. Um, but I but I. In the back of my mind, I'm re- I'm stressed about it. I'm emotional about it. But in the back of my mind, I do believe I cope with this kind of shit really well. I cope with it really well in London. I put a strategy in place. I stuck to it. I heard about people still trying to go out in 64.30, 65.30, even 66.30. And I remember just thinking, nope, that's not a good idea. I knew the 216 in 24 degrees Fahrenheit was a really impressive run. And so I went out in 68 minutes. I'll probably have to make a similar decision this weekend. I just don't know what it'll be right now. I'm already looking at, I mean, I'm mad. I go look at like research papers. I go look at what people say about the cold and how it affects you. I want to know things like, what does it do to your heart rate? What do you expect by the heart rate? Um, how much does wind slow you down? Crosswind, tailwind, headwind. Like this is where I am probably a bit OCD, but I definitely think it helps me so long as I stick to the plan. So 
Look, I don't want to go on too much today, guys. Bottom line is, life's going to fuck you a bit sometimes. What does Mike Tyson say? Everything's amazing until you get punched in the face. Well, I feel like I've had a sledgehammer smash me in the face at the start of this week, but it's not going to make me stop. I'll just adapt. I'll adjust. I'll make a new plan, and I'll roll with it. Um, I think it's not over till the fat lady sings, as they say. Friday, Saturday is when we're going to know more. But as it stands right now, I will still put a plan in place which just helps me mentally get over things and and then we move forward. So have a cracking week, everybody. Um, any tips on cold would be absolutely smashing. Um, and that's where we're at. I'm in a good place, a little bit stressed. I did my headspace last night. That kind of helps, really helps calm me down. Um, and look, life could be a lot worse. So have a great day, everybody. Cheers for listening.